0: So welcome to another episode of Rebel City Podcast. We're back, just me and Matt, gonna catch up on well, some interesting things that I've got in my notes. Anyway. Alright, okay. <laughs> um so I think it would be uh silly for us not to talk about the Tory leadership race. Oh, fuck, okay. Um because I think through this one. I don't know if it's naivety, but even some of the stuff that they've been coming away with has been, like, jaw-dropping, where you're like, what aye. the fuck is going on in the world? When but- I was
1: thinking about this ahead of coming down, I was like, it, it basically just became a, like, no, I can be a mere horrible bastard than your competition, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It was, aye. I mean, people exploded about Truss's comments about the First Minister, and, and rightfully so, you don't, you know, she's not been elected to anything, she's been... She is about to be elected by two hundred thousand pensioners, and you know whatever the fucking in England, mm-hmm. but like she's getting a democratic mandate as a prime minister, and she's mouthing off about someone who, whether she likes her or no, is is irrelevant. Like she's been repeatedly returned by the Scottish people time and time again. So uh-huh. aye, the notion that she can just be like I'm just going to ignore her, yeah, uh, is nonsensical. You know what I mean? Like,
0: it would be a bit. Yeah, I think it would as well. It's like politically not advisable to be like, you know, there is this landmass that you will be in charge of. That's got a couple of million people on it and they've got pretty much all of the resources and you're just going to ignore them. This has yeah. been the tactic and it's not worked so far. All it's done is pushed more people towards nationalism in this, this country and it'll probably have the same fucking effect.
1: But I mean, it's worked for trust because, she's not speaking to the people of Scotland when she says that, she's speaking to the 200,000 Tory voters who are going to hand power here, her. Like, right, and they aye. fucking love it, you know what I mean? Like they're engaged in the reality that the Tories don't need to listen to anything Scotland says because Scotland has no meaningful capacity to interfere with what they're doing at all. Aye, you know stop. what I mean? Like, uh-huh. In our Westminster context, obviously, you know what I mean? Like they're also taught that there was, you know, various mentions of, like, You know, setting laws at a UK level um that would also affect you know like the devolved nations and stuff like that. So I mean Mm -hmm. she was not speaking to like the electorate in Scotland because she knows that's a fucking waste of time. Yeah, but
0: what's been stark, I think, and maybe we've seen um a bit of this with Boris i think we've seen a lot of this actually but
1: Did we see boris's dad dancing at his fucking we'll wedding about, reception we'll that, that was brutal aye. i nearly like stuck the that in my own fucking telly just to make it stop what,
0: like. the, i mean I'm, I'm with you it was cringe central it's like please make that stop how does she shag that guy <laughs> she looked like a carer like you know when an invalid that um was was um i or, or it genuinely looked like a dad and a daughter at a graduation or so like, how does she how the fuck does she get wet for that guy, man? Like, honestly, it's fucking know. ridiculous. How does strange but, things to people? <laughs> right. But I, you know, um, I think we're noticing this with Sunak and Truss. They are just went total populism. Yeah. They're they I mean, he. I, I've took a note a quote here uh, for Andrew Neil, where it, the Andrew Neil show. Sunak said, "We've got a problem with human rights laws in this country, which makes it difficult for us to achieve our objectives." Yeah. Which is basically, I mean, how does anybody that a, you know, super wealthy and, and in that sort of privileged position think he's right. He's right. Like we, do have that problem. Do you know what we need? We need to be able to strip people's holidays, maternity leave uh, minimum wage. We need to get rid of all yeah. of this. Like what they try to turn us into fucking China. Like what the fuck is going on? I
1: mean, again, I think it's posturing to the base in a lot of respects. I mean the, removal of britain for the european human rights convention has been on the slate since you know the days of Theresa may you know what i mean and mm-hmm. which what we're we talking like you know a couple of years ago three four prime ministers ago so i don't really like hold out much hope for the longevity of whoever actually gets this one because in 18 months time somebody will have knifed them again you know what i mean and we'll be back to square one on it um but i think the sunak stuff as well It's that's what i'm saying it's like who can be the bigger bastard competition you know oh, well i'm going to ignore scotland well oh, i'm going to take away your civil rights you know what uh, it's yeah. uh, like the world's like shittest like one-upmanship you know what i mean like, but you look at the 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 hustings these televised debates and the various kind of like you know bits and bobs that have showed up on the internet subsequently the Tory voters that are in these audiences fucking love every second of it. You know what I mean? They're yep. it's like they're sitting watching their favourite comedian or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like Truss is there the other one the other night talking about how, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I'm not it's nice to the media and the journalist is like, I you know it's cheap and then you know the, the crowd's pure, rah you know, because she's come out and poked funny at somebody for the media and you're like
0: Mate, that's just Trump. I, this is a trump playbook this exactly. is what i'm sort of talking about where we've seen it start with boris and <clears> it's this this one obviously they're being advised on this this is like yeah. the sort of political advisors will be like you need to do this you need to do that this is what you need to say i think the question that i've got i mean to, to talk about like that sort of race to the bottom of politics you know sunak was sitting going we need to stop giving money to these deprived areas in the northeast and northwest and bring it back to where <laughs> the money's made here in the, at a garden party?
1: It's a visual metaphor for, like, modern-day Tory Britain. Aye, the Hunger Games? The guy who's nae tying his sleeves, rolled up, talking to, aye, you know, his constituents uh, in a sunny English garden. And how about how, he, yeah, I took money out of deprived areas to get to you, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. like robbing like, cunt instead of Robin hood. Here's the receipts. I'm out there doing what you want. I'm, and Again, it's not that everybody's rights or everybody's hangs need to go it's that only certain people have too many rights with these people you know what i mean and we all know who they are Aye. You know what i mean like, I,
0: what i want to know is what are your objectives do the see when he's saying like the human rights are making it difficult in this country for us to achieve our objectives mm-hmm. what are the objectives Aye. because they don't tell you they tell you what the, they tell you this is this is almost like the problem with politics they tell you what the policies are They'll tell you what they're going to do. Yeah, but know what the end goal is intended but, but to be. What is the end goal? Because mm-hmm. I think that would be frightening to hear. I think. Yeah. Uh, more people on low wages, more people going to food banks, more people, you know, and the way that the health service has gone, more people dying, it, it seems, because they're trying to introduce this yeah. American model, which would be to my ignorance on American healthcare if you earn anything under 100K, you can't really afford to even to have a fucking baby, like it's mm-hmm. like 10 grand to go and, and give birth. I've seen the,
1: the, the things about what you know, healthcare in, in that country costs and there's definitely people who want to move it towards that side of things. I think in terms of the objectives, it's about gaining them as much work. I don't think that there, there is necessarily massive clear objectives in either of the, you know, leadership campaigns. They don't have like a, you know, a 10-year vision for what Britain can be post-Brexit or any of these types of things because don't think they're thinking that far ahead they're like opportunists sunak was dropped into the chancellorship and you know relatively nowhere i'd never heard him before mm-hmm. you know what i mean like um trusts i mean is there a a bigger political opportunist in recent history i mean she was a lib dem who as, as i mean Kay Burley, as much as <laughs> i'm not a big fan she absolutely skewered her on the sky news sort of one-to-one you know, she was like, you were a Lib Democrat, you were anti-monarchist, you were a Republican, you know, and went through, like, her entire career and like, had her with all the flip-flops. Mm-hmm. And then was like, like, who even is the real Liz Truss? You know what I mean? Like, she was the slim shady thing, but was just like she had nothing. She was just pure or
0: hollow. Aye, like, like, you know hollow, what
1: I mean? Like, and this is what we spoke about recently as well, when we talk about the guys like Mick Lynch and so on. That are actually just being calm and just actually like calling the bullshit out now mm-hmm. and going to to marry them because this outlook and you know particularly like UK politics level like that's this isn't going anywhere anytime soon like you know I I don't see how the new government will be any different to like the previous government yeah. we already had you know years of chaos and you know a revolving door of prime ministers and it's like cool who is it this week. You know what I mean? It's getting a bit like that, where you know, the whole machinations is is getting a bit ridiculous. I I don't know how you can be talking about having a strong and stable economy, a strong and stable country when you don't have a strong and stable political party running any. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's literally just a fucking den of wolves. And they all have their own agendas, none of which are the betterment of the British people. And aye, the last, whatever, you know, for Cameron onwards has just been you know, like a bit of fucking Royal Rumble, where, you know, one guy runs in, clotheslines the last occupant, chucks them out the ring until the next guy comes running down the aisle to fucking drop, kick them and fire them out the ring, you know what I mean? Like It's just, aye. Yeah. It's all got a bit silly, you know what I mean? Like, aye. It's
0: getting ridiculous, I mean, the, even one of them, I don't know what one but one of them was even heartened back to, like, well, the mess that we were left by the last Labour government, and you're like, guys, it's been 12 <coughs> years, like...
1: Aye, this uh, the Attorney General woman, who, I has just she is a ridiculous human being with just the absolute wildest sort of political ideology. The notion that she was running for uh, PM was a bit silly as well, given that she is a proper Brexit nutter. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it Braverman or something her name is? I think it is, um, that's right, aye. And, aye. But she is, like, representative of the nutters that these conservatives, particularly try to talk to at the minute. They're, they know that so long as, you know, the opposition are as ineffective as they have been, so long as they keep these 200 or so people sweet with their rhetoric, 200,000 or so people sweet with their rhetoric. When the time comes, they're in me a good shout. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the, the Penny Mordant, again, who, who the fuck is, even is she? You know what I mean? Like, and she was running this campaign as if, you know, she was like destined to be prime. And you're like, I, I don't even know who you are. Like, mm-hmm. I've literally never even heard of you, but she's like, I can talk the right bullshit that will. Sway these people my way. Yeah. And like there was people in that, that swayed her way, and what she was talking was utter bullshit, you know what I mean? Like so aye. The level the conversation's been having at that level of the party is it's it's beyond parody. Look, like, guys like Mock the Week have jacked it in, being like, We we can't even make funny of this anymore. Aye, they're doing it for like, us. This yeah. is like this has got <laughs> so ridiculous that we can't even take the piss out of it anymore. So <sighs> we're just all fucking jacked in
0: you know i mean like, that's
1: where british politics aye, is at right no now there's no more satire left no, like we've run out of not.
0: satire guys because that's the reality but i mean <sighs> well d- can we go even further can can it get even further of course to can. the bottom like cuz it is this race to the bottom aye. of like
1: we're already dealing with the dregs that are you know uh-huh. that were you know we're gone to the days where we're talking about the people being the best and brightest you know what it, i mean like aye. long gone and like Johnson, like you said in in a previous episode in recent weeks about emboldening people, like his outlook and, you know, just rampant disregard for anything resembling the norms of our political process has now just emboldened other people because they're like, well, you know, what can I do with 18 months in number 10? What can I do with 12 months? What can I do with 24 months in? I mean, I might not be remembered as Thatcher, I might not be remembered as, you know, whoever the next longest running people are like Blair or whatever, you know, you're not going to write your names in the history books, but with two years at number 10 and the will to just do whatever the fuck you want you know what I mean, that's the prize that's the objective, yeah, it's you know like, I mean? um, like,
0: getting your name on the board, like they get to walk in and go, oh that's my, that's my name, I was a PM for, for six months, aye, but it's the benefits that come off the back you look at guys like Cameron
1: and Blair they've went on to, you know, international position I know Cameron's mm. work has you know on the surface it's now a bit more charitable than you know blair's you know middle east envoy bullshit which was just an insult but they still operate within a very sort of high echelon of society you know what i mean like being a former prime minister will open doors and he access to relationships and situations that would otherwise have been the case um, yeah, it's like look at Theresa May's yeah. husband, who's the you know the only legal fucking weed seller in the UK. Like these yeah. things don't happen by accident. And like eighteen months to two years at number ten before one of your colleagues puts your knife in you is probably quite useful to a lot of these guys.
0: Yeah, because like, they don't stop being yeah. ambitious. They don't stop being greedy. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, they can pull the levers and get stuff for their pals, for them, for their yes. family, but also they get, you know, like, they get to be this sort of, like, like Boris where he'll be like, I was destined to do that. That was, like, my whole, this whole sort of, like, these guys that think that they exist within a meritocracy when really, like, they're about as as many brain cells as fucking tune gum stuck to the bottom of your fucking shoe. Yeah. But it's more about, it's like, it it almost feels like a sort of braggy sort of thing. They can, they get the sort of bragging rights of, like, I won that. It's, like, about winning. It's not about actual vision. Uh, you know, like here's how I like the way that they try and sell it, like here's how I see the country. They have no vision. No. They've getting like you said, it's all very short term. So I think we spoke about this with Bob Doris when we were doing the um the Scottish election build up mm-hmm. interviews. That this is a this is they're kind of forced to be very short sighted because they only have the max of what like four years yeah. you know guaranteed. So the political system doesn't allow for this like more, how are we going to plan the next 10 years mm-hmm. in this country? It's more about like, what can we get out of the next four and whatever, like what, like we say, on in this episode, mate, what are the objectives? Mm-hmm. Can we, can we see them? Can we know what the goals are so that we know like, what we're fucking working towards? Or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they heart back to these times of like, you know, the generations that fought the wars, but their objectives as a society and as a collective were simple. They were right in front of them. We need to win this war. And that's yeah. why you're going through all these tough times. And people will accept that when they know what the goal is. But Absolutely. see well, we don't know what the goal is.
1: Aye. I mean, I've know. been pretty encouraged to see people start to know accept it. I know we touched on it with the RMT in in uh, the last episode. Um <clears throat> I've subsequently had, you know, sort of two days of industrial action as a member of CWU. Aye. Um mm-hmm. that was interesting, you know.
0: What's um, it like? Like, I mean, I've never, ever been on strike or, you know, I was actually, I've got that on my list to, uh, to ask you what it's been like to be on. I, I
1: literally just, it's uh, you know, a tough one for me because I'm relatively new with the company. Like, so, you know, I agreed a package, you know, six months ago. So I, I can't necessarily say that I'm particularly unhappy with my personal package, but mm-hmm. it's bigger than that. So I I just basically like followed my union reps advice and just, as I say withdrew my labor and stuff like that. Um and, you know, I'll vote in future along similar kind of lines. you know what I mean? But right now, you know, cost of living, uh, they're saying inflation's still going to be quite high into next year, so it's obviously something that will be a concern in terms of my package next year. Mm-hmm. So you've got to think about the future when you're making these decisions. So I have just stuck with my union and, you know, tried to show that sort of solidarity, even though... Right now, I don't really feel like I've got a lot of skin in the game mm. personally, but I do understand this is a, a bigger sort of wider thing. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Um, obviously the railways, and uh, the Royal Mail as well, and other ones to go. We're seeing like wildcat action um, across various Amazon sites and stuff like that. Right. Um, there's been a lot of like walkouts. At, I think there was like some food production place in the north, sort of northeast, like Newcastle neck of the woods. Right. They all walked out due to pay conditions. Right. Um, We're seeing like the enough is enough campaign in the last few days. Um, Figures like you know leaders at the CWU, leaders at the RMT, essentially sort of combining their efforts um, with other sort of higher profile sort of social campaigners and stuff like that to really put as much collective pressure on the powers that be as as possible. Um, We're seeing you know, protests outside Scottish power, there's due to be one tomorrow at, like, 12 o'clock. Yeah. Um, seen the, they've, been invaded, do not they? Nah, like it's supposed to be in. quite sizable tomorrow right. um, in regards to, like, energy pricing and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I, I do feel like things are starting to change a wee bit because I think all through austerity and all through, you know, other things of that nature, we've always just kind of accepted it, you know what I mean? Like, and I, I've, I've said in previous episodes, I'm not sure how... Useful protest as these days because people can just ignore you, um. But I think in recent weeks, you know, there has been a a, a beginnings at least a change in that where people are actually starting to realise that, not for this shit to change, we actually need to pull together and work together. People mm. have mentioned things like general strikes and all the rest. Of it. I don't know. I think this enough is enough is hopefully going to be a broad enough church to put as much pressure on. But we're we're relying on trade unions working together to essentially form an opposition to the government and that in itself is just no ideal, you know what I mean, but somebody's going to do it and it looks like in a vacuum these people are ready to step up and actually push forward with that agenda and like I think it's important to re- recognise as well that all that's been asked for in terms of BT and Open Reach, all that's been asked for in terms of RMT, all that's been asked for in terms of Royal Mail is a fair deal, that's all, No yeah. asking for bonuses, no asking for hikes and whatever else. They're saying you are recording record profits quarter in, quarter out while we can pay our yeah. bills, while we can not eat. You know, there's warnings during the week, as you say, that, you know, they expect hypothermia deaths in children over the winter. Know what I mean, like, how the fuck are we having that conversation? There's, there you was news I mean, yesterday
0: like... that the Scottish, the, the British government are actually considering rolling blackouts during winter or because we're not going to have enough gas to actually heat. So, during the night, mm-hmm. between four in the morning and whatever, there'll be no gas. Mental. Well, literally, we're literally going <laughs> back. We're in like a fucking weird time machine going back to like the Victorian times or something. Aye. Like, and it's due to total mismanagement, this pish about Russian gas supplies and look nowhere else in europe is experiencing this no. push. so how stop listening to this fucking nonsense about the gas supply i just to Russia. stepped
1: in this week in america and passed legislation that limited you know the price of gas or you know with petrol as we would refer to it. um so like you know there are you know france they were saying the energy cap is like one-tenth of what it's going to be in the uk you know even the day you've got that fucking prick duncan smith Uh, popping up on social media talking about how you know, the government's done great because it's gave people who need it 400 quid. No, you didn't what you did was you took the 400 quid and you gave it to the gas company on the people's behalf Behalf. Uh so they never seen that Not know that it made a difference because that's what it was for anyway so let's make the assumption that people would actually, who took that, would use it for that it's not always the case but whatever Um, (coughs) but We a cap of four and a half grand. That four hundred quid is fucking nothing. Even the people who are in the most need of this gas relief are at twelve hundred quid. Now again, that twelve hundred quid goes straight to the gas company or the electric company, and you know whatever. But at the same time, their annual cap is going to be like three or four times that. Mm You know what I mean? Like so, it's a drop in the ocean. Aye. So and he's on there again. Well, we have done so much, and they're like, no, you've not. Like you've done nothing, he's like, we're putting 15 billion, the guy's like, it's not enough, like, but we need to know where it's going, and he's like, well, this is occurring, this has been coming over the horizon, we've been in it for months now, like, how the fuck do you not know who needs the support, like, that is your job, you are the government, and I think in another one of the things, like, recently, like, what is working? Let's see, we talk about the state, uh, you know, what they're doing there, What what does work, what is actually operating the way it's expected to? You know, like, not you know. a lot, not a lot. No. I I, I kind of think how much that the government has that type of direct influence on. That I'm like, well, at least they can hang their hat on the fact that X is working, like none of it's working. Um, so I it's, it is all getting like quite out of hand in a lot of respects. But as I say, uh-huh. I'm pleased to now see people actually realising that they can stand up against it, that they can push back against it, that yeah. they can work together, absolutely, they can cooperate, they can show solidarity, and. So long as, as I say, the demands remain reasonable. What they're saying is, if you're putting prices up 10% and inflation's 10%, we need our wage rise to be equivalent to that. 10%. We're mm-hmm. not saying, let's throw money about left, right and centre. We're saying, look, you know, we, we've been absorbing these increases in costs for 30 years. You know what I mean? Well, it's now time that, in the moment of crisis, you do the right fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And you actually see us right because the minute you see us right,
0: we go back to work and you go yeah. back to making your record profits. Do you know what the big problem is with us as well? During the two thousand and eight financial crisis, the banks were struggling, and the top end was going to take this hit. So what they did was they nationalised the banks and all, but doing you know like by name, yeah, they 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 bought the shares that were tanking, absolutely, and. We as the taxpayer footed that bill, and aye, okay, like hundreds of billions of they've, pounds. They've made some money on that. Like I think, if if you want to get into it, I think we'd probably find that they they. I think they did, die. They made some money on like the shares and being able to think about that back. I think there was a dividend to the government, a couple of mil, a couple of billion um, last year for shares that they've gotten in Lloyd's and in, and RBS. Okay, yep. right, that's cool. But see you now that the coin is so that that side of the coin was these businesses were going to fail. And it was the people who had all their money into these banks and invested in these banks were going to take the hit. The government stepped in and did what seems now probably the right thing, maybe not to the tune of like, you know, Iceland well, they got the fuckers that were responsible and put them in jail, yeah. but they nationalised the banks. I mean, you've got to keep in mind that the financial services is
1: probably Britain's, like, number one industry. Yeah, aye, like of it course. It generates the amount of money that it generates a scale that's just, aye, no touched by anything uh-huh. else. Trillions you know I mean and trillions
0: like. and trillions of pounds, right? But now that the coin, we're at the other side of that coin, right? And we're at, what, 2022? So we're uh, 12 years I later. You, I like, your phone there. As a, <laughs> what year is I don't know what, <laughs> I did, I did. <laughs> but we're at 2022, um, and the coins flipped. Now the businesses are making record profits, but it's the people at the bottom that are having Aye. to f- foot that bill. That's yep. the, instead of it coming away for the rich, it's getting taken for the poor, and, it, and it's getting into these profits. Yep. They need to do the same thing. They need. They might need to nationalise these companies because how in a fucking in any world can you say to somebody that is on benefits or anybody that's living on the breadline that you're how can i just don't understand how they don't expect a backlash for this you're going to need to triple the amount of money that you're paying for this product and then literally within days the news comes out that the company that you're paying for that product is posting record profits how can we live like this it just it doesn't make fucking sense and it's got it's literally got some sort of glass ceiling that will shatter one way or another, close to it, I think, and, but it will go one way or another, mate. And it looks like this; these fuckers, because you know they're they're pretty much fucking fascists at this point, like capitalist fascists that are like, you know, it will just play out the way that it fucking plays out. And we're not intervening; they are probably willing to let poor people die over this, oh, rather than they what have you're been saying, in the past, like, I mean the right
1: thing." Look at, you know, the, the comments and years gone by for guys that places like British Gas and that, where it was, you know people are freezing this winter well they can just put an extra jumper on like they don't give a fuck like if they did we probably wouldn't be here you know what i mean like <laughs> it's point. one of them where they've been given free reign by the government and they have run where. you know what i mean and they, they know what like, everything else is going to have to like snap back to like some close to what it was previously but i think what they're doing the pushing the line out so far that when it snaps back to something more reasonable That'll still be significantly more than we were all paying before, but it be significantly better than they're trying to make us pay now. Aye. So, it is. so I think that's the end result, is to push the, the line up so far and so high that when it kind of starts to come back, then we're so grateful for the respite that we still put up with bullshit. Uh-huh. Um, but again, that's just, you know, where I'm at, you know what I mean? But-
0: it's a shady <coughs> salesman t- trick, really. It's that whole, I'll give you for for £100 a month, oh, I'm not paying that. Right, we'll get for 75. I, all right, it's when about really 40. they could get for 50. I, and, and they know that, and that 25 extra is their commission on money. And it's really, I think that analogy That's what is really it feels good. like, like you When uh-huh. I'm
1: seeing people go, the price cap is now three grand, it's now three and a half, it's now four grand, and you're like, See, when this price cap changes like six times in the space of like eight weeks. What the fuck's the point in it? Like, ah, it's no you know, for purpose. I don't think that. Paying gas and electricity at a level that's commensurate with what I'm paying rent uh, is fair. You know what I mean? I don't think it's reasonable. Like, and I can get why people, you know, are like, fuck this. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've seen bills for pe- people every day talking about my direct debit went for, you know, X to Y and like, the figures are just horrendous. And I'm just like,
0: oh, it's like people are getting their fixed rate of like 50 quid a month, and it's going to be <clears> like 750 quid. Aye. And you're like, what? or lesser cases of 150 quid a month for like a family of four, it's going to up to like 500 quid. That's Aye. the lesser, yep. a, a, what you're seeing out there. That's what I'm
1: afraid of. We we're on a fixed tariff the new, like March. um, And, you know, what I pay for gas and electric the new is reasonable. You know Affordable I mean? like, for you. It's been going up. You know, for year on year as it always has done, but it's always stayed within an affordable level. Um, my energy company changed recently, so I think I'm with SSE, which are now Ovo or whatever it is. Right, aye, aye, aye. And they messaged last week, uh, aye. Your based on your estimate, even though I've got a smart meter, right? So based mm-hmm. on your estimate, your monthly is actually going to your monthly fixed rate is going to go for this to. This plus, an extra 20 quid, and I'm like scumbags, aye. you know what I mean. but even that, that's tame by comparison. You know, it's an extra whatever, 150 quid a year for me, uh huh. But no three grand, five no, grand. exactly. But that's because I'm, but I once the fixed tariff ends, you know, they're saying this inflation, no, this carry on is going to be there until what they expect is like sort of May, June, like sort of summer next year before it sort of tails off. If the Bank of England's predictions are correct. Um, you know, they've obviously put inflation rates up and stuff to try and counteract some of what's been going on. But these things will take time and may also not happen. So I
0: I I think the good thing about some of this is, you know, um There are a lot of people pushing back and a lot of people gain some good and bad information. I've seen a lot of stuff where people are like, just cancel your direct debits and don't pay They kind of cut you off. And people are like, don't do that, man. You're just going to end up in debt, going to court. The best thing to do is cancel your, well, make a complaint. Once the complaint's logged, then you can cancel your direct debit, but Mm -hmm. you're going to need to pay at some point. But I think one of the most common sense things that I've seen kicking about Twitter and Facebook is pay for what you use. Submit your meter readings every month. It's a bollock. Mm-hmm. You, you need to do that. Like you don't go on a fixed tariff for direct debit; it's not coming off automatically. But you know, once a month, take your meter readings, go and put it in your account, and they'll charge you for what you're using rather mm-hmm. than these fucking mental estimates that they're coming up with.
1: The estimates have always been mental. You know what I mean? They'll not get great. For me, I remember one time when I was younger, my man, died, I got a electric bill, and it was like thousands of pounds, like maybe even tens of thousands of pounds. And when they right. pho- when they phoned up and this was years ago, this was way before all I this carry on, they phoned up and the guy was like, do you live in Celtic Park? Like, and what do you mean? So that way, like, that is like a football stadium's worth of electricity you've been charged for. Like, you know what I mean? So the estimates have always been just fucking bullshit. You know what I mean, had you paid it, then you know, I don't think you'd have get you know, much of it back. You'd need to have went, no, I'm querying this.
0: Aye, for sure, mate.
1: Before okay. anybody actually, nobody looks at a Three bedroom house, and you know, Rudry and is like, so like, they used 12 grand of electricity, you they're, know. What they're, I mean, a joke,
0: they're a joke, mate. But the last time I moved to um, they were like, I, I submitted my final readings, and they were like, Oh, 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 uh, we seem to owe you 350 quid, and I was like, Great, when do I get it? And I'm like, Oh, well, it doesn't work like that, and I was like, <laughs> well, How does it work? We're like, we'll transfer that balance over to your new house because what we don't want to happen is is that you move to the, a bigger place. And you yeah, I'm like, Well, I'm moving to a smaller place, so just give me my refund, I'll take my refund. That's mm-hmm. fine. No, we can't do that. That would need to go to a manager. And there's like, Well, let's get the manager on and, and let's talk about it. And mate, I had it was like pulling fucking teeth, Aye. and then <clears throat> I got a letter through saying, Oh, actually, you owe us, we made a mistake. <laughs> of course, it you owe it. us. And when I phoned them up, they went, can we take the meter readings again? And I was like, well, I just so happened to have a picture of my fucking phone, thank fucking gave them meter readings. I was like, oh, yeah, we, you, we still owe you 300. And I was like, can I just get this money, like, right aye, now? in my bank, like, give, give me it right now. And they, the person on the phone was like, aye, and did it. And I'm like, what, what's the point to all this? Like, they must be like, they must... I mean, they must be able to invest that money or get interest off that money. That's it's no probably skimming interest as it sits right, idle. sits I mean idle what? and they're just wanting you to keep it. Just transfer that over to your new property. Like it's No, funny. that 350 quid will come in very fucking handy when I'm Everybody moving house. Everybody takes
1: money off you instantly, but anytime you want a refund, it's 48 to 36 euros. Yeah, you know what a I mean, shite. Right.
0: Absolutely what a shite. But if we were to lighten the mood a bit, right, um, have you seen the Prince of Pagan? So I seen I seen the chat um about William
1: and uh, I's his side bit and <laughs> their, you know, preferred activities.
0: I uh, So he likes a, a rubber cock in his ass, which is uh, I found hilariously funny.
1: I found it hilarious to read the comments in those sections and realise how few people had ever seen Broad City before. Cause right. uh, Broad City is I don't know if you ever watched it. I've it's never watched pure, it now. amazing. Almost kinda of like stonery comedy. Two lasses in it are brilliant, and one's the kind of straight-laced, kind of like shy mate, and one's the kind of outgoing, like loud and sort of brash one. And you know, they just get up to shit in New York, stoned a lot of the time, right? And obviously, you know, dating's a big part of it. And the straight-laced one ends up with a guy who enjoys pegging, right? She's like, I'm not sure, and whatever else, and like, she's like, no, fucking. Get in there I and nail she's like, them. She's at, her, she's, <laughs> at her, she's at her mate's grandmother's funeral, and right. she's the loud mate's getting all the family to be like pure. Oh, fuck, her boyfriend wants to, <laughs> you know what I mean? So right, uh-huh. it's fucking hilarious. So I i was just like, oh man, mere people definitely need to watch broadside here because they know it's pegging. And they went, oh yeah. my God, I just Googled it. I, <laughs> like, I
0: think in the UK, pegging Google searches. Like quadrupled overnight as the sort of like news started to come through <laughs> into social media. Um, I think like so. First of all, like there is nothing wrong with a guy that likes to get pegged. I, I mean, I'm not going to kink shame Prince William. <laughs> such a weird thing to say, mate. What was, you, did, you did, like exactly, like I think that there was a couple of things that when I thought about it is is that, um. Well, it seems to be that the story what is, 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 is somebody's somebody releasing a book or some shit and this is one of the claims in it. Uh, well, I think it's her. I think it's one of Kate Middleton's pals that he's been rumored to be fucking about with. Aye. And I think her claim in the book is is that Kate wouldn't date So she gave him permission to go and find aye. somebody with date and and obviously she this this woman must be punching up into, you know, the future king and, mm-hmm. and she's punching <laughs> up him. But um I I think it's like Australia, New Zealand, America, they're all here. BBC Sky in right. the UK are not fucking touching it. But one of the things that was sort of like mentioned, I think maybe in either the New York Times or the Washington Post, is, is that it seems to be that this Meghan Markle story and this whole sort of hoo ha about you know Prince William and uh, uh, Prince Philip, uh, Prince Harry, and sort of like pushing him out of the family has mm. been a bit of a sort of smoke screen for this that this was on the horizon then, and they used that as a way. What they think? Somebody's suggesting
1: that Meghan Markle's like appallingly bad treatment was a smokescreen for William. like s- the sort of story.
0: The story of that being out there and the whole sort of like circus that was created around about it was basically like a sort of tactic for them not to break the story that William likes to get bent at his couch. Okay. I mean, I, I've not heard that, and it, it seems about out there for me. It seems about out there for me. I know me that too.
1: in recent months there has been like talk of you know, super injunctions and whatever else uh, regarding William's um, sort of side piece and the fact that he's missus is fully aware of it. She, she's, she's one of her mates, apparently. Aye. You know, they went to uni together and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like so. But then I, I don't know. It seems like an odd thing to me. But you look back through history, like kings and princes and concubines and whatever else are not unusual so like, i don't know aye, if maybe you know look charles had camilla when he was married to diana philip was notorious
0: you know in his particular younger days uh-huh. um you know andrew's
1: an Well, you know so,
0: like they're not they're not um this isn't wildly outside the sort of family history what i found interesting um well, the question I, I I sort of like: Do you think English people, or do you think that sort of like staunch British unionist, that sort of idea of that person, will enjoy would the notion? That or would be able to accept it? Or would be able to accept that as actually being a thing? Or whether or no, they would be like, nah, get this guy to fuck." Like, because they've not. No, re- I think he's the the great white hope, isn't he really, you know right. what I mean. Like, you know,
1: I think Charlie's the one that they're hoping will either not be there for very long or not be there at all. You know what I mean? It'll, you know, I think a lot of folk would like to see it pass directly for the Queen to, to like William. I don't know what the logistics of that are, but he's very much been you know groomed for a young age to be, you know, the broad chested, you know, fertile, charity driven army guy you know what i mean he's got this sort of perfect picture of what the
0: king's going to be but if that's going to be he's not got the hairline well Well, he's 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 got the windsor (laughs) (laughs) hairline but um (laughs) that's pretty much always missing
1: you know what i mean so i i I don't know i always assume personally that it was you know quietly agreed that charlie might you know get the crown on his head for a bit and then quietly retire or as i say something would be constructed to mean that just pass on, because I mean he's no Charlie's no young guy. I mean I get Absolutely. that least fucking
0: lizards love for you know Mate, whatever, you know I what mean, I mean? But fuck's sake. Well, one of them uh, somebody had mentioned to me that, and I don't know the the ins and outs of a monarchy, but if Charles advocates it goes to his brother, so it, would, it, would, it would go to Andrew. It wouldn't go to so William. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure about it's that about the line of succession. I think that's bullshit. The line of succession. But I think that's maybe somebody because if Charles didn't have any kids. Yeah, I was going to the say, I think maybe the brother. That comes from the fact that the Queen's dad, his brother, advocated and it went to him, but he didn't have any kids. So I think that's bullshit. But somebody did say that, no, it wouldn't go to William, it would go to Andrew. And I think that would truly be the end of the monarchy. <laughs> I mean, I but but landed in his lap. I would have been surprised if they tried to front it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fucking not. No. But something came out the next day um, that. Charles had been taking charitable donations to the Tunes of Millions after the Bin Ladens, And I was also kind of like, this is on a fucking smokescreen. like Because Osama Bin Laden's been fucking sin-died for his family for like 40 years. He's not been part of that. Like, fuck's sake, like, Bandar Bush, like, fucking, Osama Bin Laden's big brother, was in the White House when 9-11 happened. Mm-hmm. And they flew that family out of that country. Like, they're not affiliated with Al-Qaeda or Osama Bin Laden. He left that family, if I'm right, like 18 to go and become an Islamic radical. So it's almost like the people are like, Oh, this is terrible. Why is it? And it's like they're the they were the Saudi royal family up until like 10 years ago. Like uh, while Osama bin Laden was one of the most wanted men on the planet. His, mm. his uncle was still very much in world politics. Yeah, and I think he's been in, Charles has been in trouble a few times for taking money or
1: presents or cash presents after people before this was not the first time. Like The, the Saudi thing recently was, the second i kind of remember who the first one was but it was also like a gift again i don't know what the protocol is with these things i know like when i remember the royal family shows up somewhere you know uh, you know they have presents i think one of the episodes the west wing like covers it in a tangent for like the americans like they've got an, an office in the white house that literally like accepts and catalogs all the presents that are given to like the president on um like international trips right? So that the next time the chinese prime minister comes to america they sit down in an office and his gift ornament is sitting out on a desk for not to see it or like a family
0: christmas get I, that jumper on but, yes, give you but it's a part of the protocol if right. you get
1: me you know what i mean like they understand that they will receive presents <laughs> and that oh, on the other side of that they will be expected like politically to be seen to be grateful for that present mm. and like mm-hmm. maybe Maybe this is an extension of that, I don't know. I've, I've got absolutely no idea what Royal Protocol is, but the figures getting talked about to us like a million quid. Like, that's fucking nothing to these guys. That's changed on the back of your couch, you know what I mean? Like, so, again, it might seem like a completely token gesture to him, like these guys are removed for anything resembling a reality, you know what I mean? Like, so, I it looks dodgy as fuck, but again... It, it could entirely like, uh-huh. be a norm between one yeah. prince and another. It you know feels I mean? like,
0: like that sort of like if you if you click on that conspiracy mind, mm-hmm. like what the royal family are taking money for the guy that was responsible for nine eleven. You start <laughs> to make these conclusions, but I think it again, I they agree with it or or no, like I, I don't really know, but it's not a great look. These I, but these people are not involved where sam up laden like yeah. he's got the same last name and it, and he left he totally like gave up all his sort of like responsibilities mm-hmm. to that sort of like I being just a prince the same name. and he totally just went off into afghanistan to you know to join the the you know the guy with the one eye and, and and make al-qaeda but it was just like that kind of like this is the same day that this shit's coming out on twitter and people are talking about it and then all of a sudden it's like breaking news prince charles and like you're saying you're like And what? And Hmm. he's done this before, and this isn't really new. It's like taking these charitable donations Uh, from. I mean, it might might be like an
1: an, as a smokescreen. I don't
0: know. It was never
1: something that occurred to me. I think they're just a family that gets more attention than they're worthy of, and don't live in anything resembling their reality. Well, these things like underage sex with minors, or you know, taking money that looks like a bung for Saudi princes just it's just everyday shit to them so aye. i mean i, I
0: think that's just hiding your fortune they, in panama
1: aye you know these cunts are fucking landing military helicopters on golf courses to play 18 holes you know what i mean Like, I, you know aye the stuff's out there and it shouldn't happen like but this is normal to them there's mm-hmm. no it, it, it's odd to tell us and that's why again i I, I would deal with them all together you know what i mean like, but again it's unfortunately that one's not up to me but i think it's just they <laughs> yeah. live in i'd love for there to be like an actual you know amazon all or nothing style like documentary like the day of arsenal but it's like a year in the royal household you know what i mean like just actually see i don't know what the royals are supposed to be really like i don't but i mean like an actual royal because i think it would probably be as funny when you go past Aye. the notion that this is a completely like bubble
0: reality that only exists around these people Aye. like would be like the you. <clears> Like, the second that the Queen's, like, I need to go for a shite. <laughs> Aye. Like, everybody's everybody's sort of, like, idea in Britain would be like, or the, the royalists would be like, oh, oh. Aye. she's a normal person like that. You seen the interview where he like cries like Kim Jong Un cries? Aye, and the Seth, Seth Rokian Rokian and the eyes. It would be like that, Brilliant. like the second that she farts or bops, it would be like, or people actually see that she's an alcoholic that you know drinks like gin and champagne for breakfast, and <laughs> you know
1: like. Aye, it would definitely be revealing. I mean, you'd never be able to broadcast off it, but I'd I'd, I'd be up for it because I think that would be you know something that would maybe demystify some other bullshit, you know uh-huh. what I mean? But aye, I it's not something that's sort of largely on my radar. Um, I've got a wee bit. Um, after we were talking, you know, about America for the first time in a while, um, mm-hmm. last week or the week before or whenever it was, um, I've had a wee bit made a sort of closer eye on it. Obviously, a lot of the January the sixth stuff is kind of coming ahead. People are being convicted, yeah. And, you know, uh, insurrection, treason, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and the right, have just fucking lost their shit. I mean, Trump has been raided at Mar-a-Lago, um, where people are saying they found like nuclear secrets, now again that's, not, uh, well it was a radio talk show host but it's not verified for me in that respect but like, he's tweeting out on his own social media platform that...
0: the it, donald.com uh, the the called. Called. I don't even know it <laughs>
1: has got a red tick next to his name instead of a blue tick and nothing else, it's uh-huh. like it's just a Twitter clone that he's just boat uh-huh. rights to uh-huh. but he was talking about how the FBI told him to put like padlocks on certain rooms uh, that contain documentation and then when they showed up, he was complaining that they broke all the padlocks to get into these rooms, and he's like, they were the ones that told me to put the padlocks on them in the first place, Like probably because they wanted to make sure you didn't move anything that was in that room, because they knew that you probably should have it. Uh So he's out there on his own social media platform, and so much of it is almost like a confession without a confession, if you get me. You know, they've raided the property, and they've made us all stand outside, so we've got nobody in there observing what they're at. This is the FBI we had nobody in there observing what they're up to um, so you know if they plant anything or anything shows up you know it was them and no me and you're like dude I mean that is the type of argument that I would expect for like a five year old you know what like I mean but then people out there they, they believe it I mean you go to like Fox News and you're seeing um, them talk about how so we know and this was with Lindsey Graham who's a fucking scumbag but like you know we, we all know that the FBI plant stuff this guy's a center. he's like yeah and this guy was one of the most vocal like opponents of Trump. This guy, like, like Cruz, hated him. But then the minute he got presidency, he got doing it on his knees and did Are what t- he had today. Taking loads. 100 uh, um, But I just casually, Fox News, so the FBI lying, planting evidence all the time, US Senator, yeah. And you're like, why? And it's because he holds, still holds sway over such a large proportion of fucking nutters. Or votes. Aye. Uh-huh. Um, without these votes, even with a gerrymandered system that a lot of these, you know, Republican states have already got, like, and they s- need these lost. numbers to have any chance. Uh-huh. And
0: I I was wanting to talk about the Trump raid because there was a lot of people, there was a lot of screenshots, let's just say further, sort of less reputable Social media sites like fucking whatever Chan they're on, what are they own 19 Chan or something. I don't know. They keep, but the sort of queue and honours were like, you know, we're ready to go. I think that's worrying, man. After January, after what you've seen in January, I think it's worrying that, uh, I mean, it, it's <coughs> like people with guns.
1: <laughs> like, you don't, they're not, it's okay. not like fucking. Senators and congressmen gain <coughs> these guys tours in the days leading up to it, like, gain them tours of the building. Showing them where, like, weaknesses and pressure points now that were in the building? Really? Well, I mean, you don't know what the conversation was, but the accusation against them is you were scouting out the Capitol building for attack. These people who have all been arrested and some of, wh- some of which have already been charged and now convicted were in the Capitol building in the days previous getting shown about personal tours by senators and congressmen. And you're just like, the fuck? Clarence Thomas, who we were speaking about in relation to like, Roe vs Wade, his wife is this is the wife of a supreme court justice mm-hmm. she's an ardent, like an ardent sort of political campaigner and also like a Trumpist is nutjob. on nut job and they're saying that the supreme court justice's wife has alleged connections to like the insurrection and stuff like that like it's i it's mental but i, I think they're, they're only getting started here it's clear that they're gone for trump it's clear that trump is absolutely fucking fucked. shitting himself he's fucked as well man and his
0: full family are ah, fine. If because... he's a
1: fraction of what's getting accused, I mean, yeah. If he's why the fuck is he got anything confidential, uh-huh. anything top secret at Mar-a-Lago whatsoever? Uh-huh. He's still entitled to like Mar-a-Lago, secret service.
0: Mar-a-Lago, all, like a hotel in Las Vegas, it's like a, a fucking
1: uh, Florida golf course. It's a golf course in Florida where right. he allegedly buried his ex-wife recently to get a tax break, like Ivanka. I mean, she passed away. Trump, don't she passed right? away. Uh-huh. The chat is that he buried her in like a family plot on the grounds of mar-a-lago and because the you know grave site classifies the land a certain way it entitles them to like tax breaks as a result sort of thing so fuck's sake again i don't know what the validity of that is like the people who were talking about the detail of the tax law that i seen were like knowledgeable and like capable right. in on what the tax law implications were but what trump's thoughts or motivations or whatever is another thing altogether you know what i mean like, but it doesn't look great that your ex-wife dies and you
0: bury her on your golf course you know what i mean like, uh-huh. I, I don't think it does anyway but no 100 you know percent. What, I mean? what do you think that they are running the risk of like a sort of like modern civil war or where do you think this is gonna head? Because I the idea. I think that the, the Biden this is kinda like it's bringing, coming back to like here, there's kinda hopeless there's there's a hopelessness in people.
1: I think in terms of the Republicans this week, they have finally got their two like Republican leaning Democrats on side on a number of bills and have actually passed um legislation that actively deals with inflation legislation that actively deals with the price of gas um right. past another ones a couple where it was 50 50 and like kamala harris basically had to break the tie but these were run like social issues social security and um, like so there was a couple of like really really big wins for the democrats right this week. okay Good. um and but it was about they've, they've got two congressmen or senators that sorry senators that are in basically Republican states, and although they are Democrats, they have to, like, side with Republicans regularly to keep their seats. But on these two issues, they were basically told, like, you just need to, and even then, one of them was, like, right at the 11th hour being like, I'm no backing this, and it was the one that they wanted to do the line about, you know, the, the sort of wider, um, sort of, social issues, and I can't remember the it was specifically about, but it was a like big one where they were, like, celebrating on the flair of the senate when it went through right. you know what i mean like and i mean like pure like whooping and high-fiving and they were buzzing you know what i mean like right so okay i things moved a bit this week but i think it's taking all sorts of promises and whatever to these two sort of guys that are hoff and hoff to get it done so it shows that i even the most sort of gridlocked you know system can get impasse uh-huh. um
0: but where do you think this sort of like um, we've spoke about it so much, but what do you think the sort of end of the, the road is for Trump and the QAnon and what they've what they've really done? Well, I think QAnon's
1: know? out there in the ether now, um, like you know, aliens and flat Earth and whatever else. I think no matter what happens with Trump, there's always going to be a hardcore of people who fervently believe that it's true. You know, what I mean, like, as we've said in other things, like they think they're protecting children from sexual abuse, like so you know this is baked in by a lot of them already Mm -hmm.
0: the sort of righteousness of it yeah so Uh
1: trump i think it looks as though it's only a matter of time he's also had a ruling um in the new york supreme court saying that his tax returns had to be released for investigation and all sorts of things so like he's getting tagged all over the shop right now um to the point where he was threatening to announce so in america the midterms happen like november this year and then that is the starter pistol for the presidential campaigns traditionally. Uh But Trump, to deflect for all this, just fucking nonsense that still follows him about. Um, I mean, fuck, an an American general came out this week and said that in the Situation Room, Trump actually said to his generals, I wish you guys were more like the German generals in World War II. And this particular general went, excuse me, who? And he went, like, the Germans in World War II, I wish that yous were mere loyal to me the way that they were loyal to Hitler. And you're like, fuck me, man. You know, we were all here going, oh, it's lazy to compare him to Hitler, and blah, 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 and this dude's literally in the fucking situation room with the United States, you know, surrounded by generals, and is like, why don't you treat me more like Hitler? So, you know, he's just half on a whole other level you know what I mean like, um, but I think the Times like closely like running it from what like, I think he knows it um, and what he was going to do to combat that was announced that he was running for president in 2024 yeah. before the midterm elections so he makes the entire midterm elections about him and who will get up and swear fealty to him because those are the guys that will win primaries those are the guys that will win nominations and then potentially go into elect this congress or whatever it is so, he's still essentially looking to, like, manipulate American elections to his own favour. Um, so, who knows what he'll do? You know, with all this hanging out his head, he announces a run for presidency. It, it, it might change the dynamic, because they couldn't touch him while he was president, because, president again, there's a, I think there's a rule that he can't commit a crime as president or something like that. He could face impeachment, which he was convicted of twice, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily mean that he had to leave, because he didn't. Um, so this time round they need to get him they need to get some tangible on him before he gets a chance to run Run again because he gets anywhere near that Oval Office again and he's pulling the wheels but this this is why it's so desperate for him now why you're seeing him come back out because he has been largely quiet you've been talking about guys like Ron DeSantis and stuff like that who's you know the heir apparent and whatever else and now all of a sudden we're actually talking about Trump again it's because he's making so much noise to like he, this is a smoke screen. Maybe unlike the sort of pegging thing, um, where he is like kicking up so much dust that he can that it'll hopefully buy him enough cover to like run and hide somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. or the alternative is he actually postpones them long enough that he gets back in and can just tell them to like win
0: it. I think. I mean, mate. If if he gets elected again, I I mean I despair. Aye. for America, really. I mean, it was bad the first time, and we're still. We're Aye. still seeing that with, like, road v. Wade and the the ripple effects of what happened in 2016. If they vote him back in again, I think those country's finished, man. And Aye. we're teetering on the brink of that anyway, just with the way that geo and world politics <clears throat> are sort of, like, playing it. I think
1: the extent to which Biden won in the last election, you know, he record votes. Trump obviously would have set a record himself but how much, how many, how much more people are willing to vote for Trump? Like the American people now know that they have to if they don't want Trump in office, they, to they have to go and they have to vote, and they did that the last time. Mm-hmm. So they did during the pandemic. Yep. This time run I and another election, they've set a record. But is 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 there five, ten million more people out there that want to vote for him? Because if they did, why would they not have done that already? You know what I mean? Like, so I, I don't know. Right. How the numbers can possibly stack up, and as a win at the minute, unless complacency and all the things that you know fucked Clinton become an issue. But I think when you're seeing Biden and that start to break deadlocks, start to like put things in place that are actually to the benefit of the American people ahead of the midterms, you know that could be hugely beneficial. Because if they actually like win a proper majority in the Senate, well, I don't know how likely that is. You know, there's Georgia runoffs and stuff like that still. Uh, happening for what I gather, Um, you know, they could have the majorities that they need to really substantively, like, put stuff in place between now and the next American sort of presidential election, and if they keep up the momentum, Trump's getting nothing apart from just crackpot bullshit, you know, what I mean? but that's all he's ever had,
0: mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Aye, it's, it's almost like you feel like the he's he's sort of capped out the nutters that are going to get on board. I mean, and- aye, how many other people, like...
1: Is, is the Stop the Steal thing going to force the required number of people to engage, like, you know, millions of people that are required to legitimately win, like, that election again? I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. I think the people who knew they had to go out and stop Trump this time will go out and stop Trump I again.
0: Think uh, <laughs> Even just them running's not good because, well... No. We're being faced with all sorts of fucking shit right now and yeah. And that is just <coughs> a distraction that I think that people don't need. Yeah. They just don't need it. But who I mean, I don't who else is gonna run for like the Republicans? I don't so see anybody. A,
1: a, probably the guy DeSantis and the the, the, the the governor the governor of Florida. He is The like, front runner. He's like Trump Jr. He if that <laughs> if we're talking about for like that part of the party, it's gonna be something like DeSantis. Um as I say. I, I I don't see why Biden wouldn't run again, apart from his age, like, I think Kamala Harris up against Trump is going to be like a really hard sell. Um, So I think if Trump's going to be on the ticket, Biden needs to, like, be there, right. so he does, unfortunately. There's other guys coming through, you know, Um, and they'll, I can never pronounce his name, Pete Buttigieg something that is. um. I, there is, like, younger Democrats out there that are on the way up as well, but hopefully they'll be ready by the time
0: Biden moves on. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, have you... Well, well, I suppose we'll, we'll end on this, because I don't know if we might have something to say on it, we might not. Have you seen the Michael Pollan documentary on Netflix, How to Change Your Mind? About the history the of... The mushroom halluc- stuff? I, no. The history of hallucinogenics? I added it to my list, but no. It's, it's interesting... Um, and I I think we moved done the hour, Um, so we could be like, let's park that because I don't want to ruin it for you. And if we've got a chat about it, I'll probably aye. fucking ruin it for you. <laughs> well, I'll park it <clears> to <ten throat> another
1: week. Um did you watch the new Predator movie? No. I did. Is it good? Aye? Yeah. you <laughs> like, struggling to say that though? Like <laughs> no <laughs> struggling it's, to say aye. it's like an actual movie. Like so you look at the the hang me, the the trailer, and it does look like the you know, you 60 pound lassie going off against an eight foot predator with like a bow and arrow it's just nonsense right but like because it's certainly sort of native american you know there's very because it's called prey there's a lot of really nice like hunt visuals where predator and prey and like the the predator they're observing you know doug's hunting whatever on the plains and you know there's very quite arty in places in that respect but the story is well written like all the stuff she actually gets her ass kicked a lot before being able to, like, properly stand off against the Predator, uh-huh. and it's because she actually learns from her experiences and learns from her mistakes all through the movie Right. Um, so I like the way that when it all came together at the end I was like, everything about everything that came before this ending all ties in and makes perfect sense so, like, it was actually for a Predator movie, highly, highly watchable I'll, so I'll go and watch it. I would it. definitely check it out
0: I'll go and check it out, that. you can check out the how to, how to change your mind but um, on holiday, just as a, a last wee tag on it, um, I was reading a book by Otto English called Fake History. Um, okay. I seen the guy's Twitter feed a couple of days before. He's like a, I think he's like a historian, political commentator that's been sort of like totally venomously against Brexit and okay. Boris and talks about how Boris wrote this Churchill book that was just full of just, it was like a circle wank for Tories yeah. basically like none of it was true and all that stuff. But one of the things that was really interesting about the book, um, I went to the airport to go on holiday and I just walked by and seen the book and was like, no way. I seen that guy's Twitter feed and just thought, Do you know what? I'm going to buy this book. Yep. And fuck it. Read it by the pool. Um, one of the diaries are the Spanish people that were one of the first Spanish people to land in South America, they were like, basically we need to take the mushrooms off these people because I took them and I met God. So these people have got a direct link to God and we kind of have that. <laughs> and basically the Pope and the Catholic Church were like, get the wine over there. Really? Take all of the... All of the hallucinogenics off these people and just replace it with like alcohol and tobacco mm-hmm. which, is, which is interesting just that direct link to God sort of comment I was like fucking hell man I think it's funny I was actually talking to Stace um,
1: the other day a workmate of mine's was joking he's Muslim he was joking about um, sending his girlfriend to the shops for Halalibol, um, because obviously they contain gelatin and stuff like that <laughs> um, and it's not you know halal, but he made a distinction even like it's pork gelatin, and I was like, well, halal for isn't the process a slaughtering things like why would pork or beef gelatin make a difference if it's no you know blah blah. blah. So we kind of moved on for the end. He was like, I know, pork's a different thing, and you know it's considered in some places like an unclean animal and yada yada. And I was like, why is that? And he was like, oh well, because way back then when you know these texts were being written, like they carried a particular type of bacteria which was really deadly to people. And they took this real thing, and, and because they didn't understand it, they put, like, a layer of mythology on top of it. And it was just to basically warn people that they shouldn't eat this because there's a real chance that it's going to make them sick. And I was like, oh, that's quite cool how, like, and like, a real life thing, because people didn't understand it, gained, like, a layer of mythology. Yeah. Um, and and the then Slim, become something uh-huh. that is... Like a religious rule? Aye. Uh-huh. And I was like, so, I don't know why, but I was scrolling through YouTube, and I've come across another one, and it was a guy who was explaining um, how religions formed in Europe, feel like the Neanderthal times through to like sort of modern day Europe. Right. Um. So starting like thirty thousand years in the past, and there was a you know tail end of an ice age, and as the ice started to sort of thaw and roll back, it caused a huge, huge sort of rise in sea levels. Caused other like basins of seawater around the world to like overflow and like come in and the like, really like storms and like the, the impact that had at the end of the age on little sea levels was outrageous. Right, that's the biblical flood. So uh-huh. there was like people living all across like southern Europe, North Africa, like hunter gatherers that you know lived by the water because that was you know part of how they survived. Yeah and as they started to move north as the ice melted the seas rose and that like real life thing essentially became the basis for various incarnations of this story like, Yeah, until it of eventually like became aye, the biblical flood and you're like aye. isn't that a sort of mental how so many of these things have this sort of mythical aura this mythical element to how people understand them actually have like if you drill it all the way back like a real life thing that people just didn't know because Neanderthals didn't understand climate change. They could barely make fires and shit. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So this, you know, massive rise in sea levels was passed down through the generations and eventually became, you know, the biblical flood that Noah and uh-huh. people
0: survive and stuff you like you that. I and mean, they might have even been sitting there fucking taking ayahuasca and seen a big boat and went, holy <laughs> fuck, it's too fucking. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like whatever the fuck they see.
1: The like these things are aye they have this eye. there's a, there's
0: a lot of interesting stuff like that like there's there's a guy um wrote a book about how um ancient hebrew was mistranslated and that if you look at the geographical location of things like moses and the burning bush and all that is like hallucinogenics mm-hmm. were everywhere yeah they were growing freely everywhere and maybe these people were yeah. having these ceremonial you know like the last supper and all these ceremonies where they were passing but when they've translated it instead of brew it's been wine or whatever brew they were drinking at the yeah. time beer and and um, bread instead of whatever the fuck they were eating mm-hmm. but i think there's definitely something to that and, and that's no touching on that how to change your mind because that's all very framed around the sort of post-world war ii experiments on like psychology yeah. that ram Dass and like all of these guys like terence mckenna and the counterculture of the 60s and then yeah. the conservatives sort of like pushing back. He more sort of comments on that and then takes you through a journey of like what are the possibilities with these substances? And and like deliberately doesn't call them drugs. But to go back to the more indigenous, historical, that's all been written out history. This was this guy's point in this fake history yep. was like these ceremonies have all been written out. And he, he actually talks about how the royal families of Europe wrote out gay people. Put them in mental institutions okay and how lgbtq plus people have always been there but in the Both historical of. texts they've been deleted totally deleted yeah and he was like think about the spinster and he was like that could be a lesbian who just didn't have kids then mm-hmm. he want a husband and did they have so these people have just been turned into weirdos or completely Aye. deleted other othered or deleted and he's like there's loads of instances of that tons of instances Aye. where people was like maybe they were just different or you know, like these types of things are interesting book, man. And it was a quick read. It was an easy read because nice. the guys puts it into, but he brings into context things like Brexit. Right. About how, you know, like Thatcher took the statues at the museums and actually putting them, the idea of putting them back, isn't it? that radical an idea, but mm-hmm. in modern t- t- 2020s <clears throat> Britain, this is like a radical idea of deleting our history. And he's like, it's been done before. And it was done for good reason because yeah. we had Hitler, and we were like we don't want that mm-hmm. so all of this sort of like stoking the sort of like wartime britain and all this and he's like it was all pish like people were there they didn't want to be there you know the amount like two hundred and fifty thousand people ran away went awol during the war but somehow now it's like that generation were all heroic yeah and the people that were doing in the blitz and it was like they didn't want to be there they weren't they standing there like bring on the bombs they were petrified just yep. the same as what we would be and the way that they've glorified this sort of like wartime Britain and even the narratives that we've spoken about in previous podcasts with people that know more about these stuff than me, like, you know, how they rewrite the history to make it look like all these people were all very heroic. And, yeah, um, you know, Chamberlain was actually trying to avoid, he was actually yeah. a, a populist and the people of Britain were like, we don't want war. In the modern context, he was a coward mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. Really interesting, read man, I would recommend that. Definitely. And the guy's Twitter feed's really interesting. He comes away with he's an investigative journalist, so he's he's looked mm-hmm. into a lot of sort of the Brexit stuff. The name but, rings a bell. Um so I mate, mean, I've enjoyed that. That was cool. good. Cool. Me too.